1: And now, it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan.
2: Time for the Buck Baloo Show, here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Hopefully, your Tuesday's off to a really good start. As we get in deeper to the work week. Road dog in the house. He's got his bulldog gear on. But what's that orange T-shirt all about? I see that sticking out from that hoodie he's got on. And Derek Thomas ready to go. He's got his golf hat on. Thinking about going and teeing it up this afternoon. DT, what's shaking?
3: It's just not enough time, not enough daylight. You're hitting today. those Bridgestone balls, huh? Oh, love the Bridgestone balls. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Striking with my Mizuno irons. Yeah, I love playing golf this time of the year. Isn't it perfect? It really is. I love this. I love this weather. What a great time of the year. The only thing wrong is Braves aren't in the NLDS. Yeah, don't even get me started on that. Otherwise, everything's perfect, Buck.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, short show, fastest one hour in sports talk radio right here, the Buck Show. Bucks. Big take. I could not do it. It was just too painful. I'm just not ready to move forward yet. (laughs) Last night I tried to watch the NLCS. Phillies and Diamondbacks. I made made it through two innings. Before changing the channel and watching the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Because I just could not bear to watch two wild card teams playing for the honor of advancing to the World Series. Bluch. This is messed up, man. Two wild card teams. The Braves were 20 games better than Phoenix over the 162. 20 games. Braves were 14 games better than Philly. We beat them eight times in 13 games in the regular season. And right now, Braves fans like me sit frustrated while our Braves players are at home or on a beat somewhere. And look, before you call up and start giving me a hard time, look, I, I am conflicted on this. Still mad at my team for letting me down and still mad uh, with MLB and the commish for setting up a system that hurts the top seeds and rewards the wild card teams. Folks, it's nothing but a money grab, the way they have it structured right now. More teams means more money. But it's a slap in the face to the Braves, the Dodgers, the Orioles. The best teams over the 162-game season deserve a better fate come postseason time. I'm sick and f***ing tired. MLB will pay for it, though, because the TV ratings, they're going to suck. They're going to be down big time come World Series time.
3: But for me, that's just one more reason to cheer for the Diamondbacks. I'm like you, I didn't. I watched a very, very small amount of that game last night. But one more reason to cheer for the Diamondbacks. Hopefully, a Diamondbacks Rangers World Series will make Major League Baseball really, really take a look at this. Because as you mentioned, it's all about the money. They want all these games, they're making money off of it. But hopefully, these ratings won't be so good for the World Series. Oh, they're going to be uh, as if stinky they, as if they ever really are. Yeah, will.
2: nobody's going to pay attention. Unless you, th- you got the team in the hunt.
3: What do you think got better ratings last night, Buck? The week six or seven, whatever, random football game or the first or game one of the NLCS? Yeah, that's the football Cowboys. It was the football game, I'm sure.
2: And the Big Take brought to you by Daco Systems. Heating and air contact your locally owned and operated Daco Systems at com. Keeping Atlanta comfortable one house at a time. All right, I want to move uh, back into the biggest story here locally, and that is uh, the Georgia Bulldogs have lost their best player. Brock Bowers is out with ankle surgery that he had yesterday. Did that tightrope surgery thing. To stabilize and uh, hopefully shorten the recovery time is a flexible fixation connecting the tibia and the fibula. And most of the time, these athletes, the recovery time to get them back on the field is four to six weeks. We saw Tua make it back in four weeks a couple of years ago to play in the national championship game. Spoke about yesterday how uh, the Bulldogs have this, this thing under Kirby where it's next man up. So Oscar Delp steps in. He's the next man up. And the Bulldogs move on. But for how long? Brock Bowers, do you expect him to come back? When? Before the regular season is over? Four to six weeks. Let's see. uh, Four weeks would mean he could be back for the trip to Knoxville to take on Tennessee. Six weeks, he comes back in time to beat up on Georgia Tech. play in the sec championship game move on to the college football playoffs when do you expect him back
3: for me buck uh i think those first two weeks that you mentioned uh would be pushing a little bit i would hope to see brock bowers god willing uh, assuming the georgia bulldogs make it into the sec championship game i expect him to see him back for for that yeah just just well, no my bulldog opinion, fans but, yeah. are
2: hoping that is sooner rather than later and look the bulldog fans that I've talked with over the last 24 48 I have not spoken with one Georgia Bulldog fan that believes that Brock Bowers ain't coming back Now the coffee shop we got some Alabama boys down there and these Alabama fans are convinced. That Brock Bowers ain't coming back, as we say here in the South. Roll down tide. Bowers is done. His days playing for the Georgia Bulldogs are over. And that would be tough news for the Bulldog fan to take as they look for the 3 feet. Georgia's got the toughest part of their schedule looming. Got Florida coming up in Jacksonville. I wouldn't count out the Gators. I'm sure they're going to show up with a plan of playing tough. Uh, Missouri is is no uh, cakewalk. You got Ole Miss that can put up some points on the board. Trip to Knoxville, taking on Tennessee, won't be easy. And you're going to have to face these teams without your go-to guy. And these Alabama fans don't want to see Brock Bowers coming back. They would rather see him pack it in for the rest of the season and get ready for the NFL draft. And don't you know that people close to to Brock Bowers will, uh, will uh, talk with him about this. There will be discussions about this, about rushing back and playing before the regular season is up. By risking further injury to the ankle, which would stunt his situation as it refers to the 2024 NFL Draft. Because right now, before the injury, Brock Bowers was recognized as a top 10 pick in the upcoming NFL Draft. And you look at what a top 10 selection would mean to a player like Bowers or anybody going in the top 10 of the first round. We're talking about $22 million guaranteed. Twelve point five million dollar signing bonus, life changing, dream come true is what that would be. Twenty two million dollars guaranteed. He's already got two natties in his back pocket. Probably got about six rings that he could wear. Georgia got three or four of them last year for winning it. He's got the Mackey Award, uh, first team All American Award two national championships. You know, I do wonder how much, how that will all shake down uh, in the uh, the coming weeks. Because Brock Bowers is going to hear this. His family's, he's going to talk to his family, his representation about this. And he will have to make a decision. Am I going to rush back? Am I going to wait until I'm 100% and then maybe play in the college football playoffs? Or am I just going to pack it in and not risk the $22 million of guaranteed money that a top-ten pick would bring in in the upcoming NFL draft? Alabama fans are convinced he ain't coming back, as they told me this morning. Gone. Gone. And I'm sure Jason Kofar, wherever he might be, is thinking the same thing. Former producer of this show. Ah, the Buck and Cage show a few years back. So Brock Bowers right now is all up in the air. Next man up, Oscar Delp. Go get him, Oscar. Bulldogs are going to be counting on you, man. And then you're going to have Mike Bobo going to have to alter this offense. Uh, They've been targeting Brock Bowers around uh, 12 times a game. He's getting seven, eight, nine touches per game. Uh, those, Those targets and touches are going to have to be spread around to the rest of the team. And I wonder what the team is thinking. As far as Bowers, whether he's going to come back, when he's going to come back. A lot of questions right now surrounding the number one team in college football, with their best player going down injured.
3: Buck, I feel like you probably agree with me. Uh, I would be shocked if Brock Bowers is able to play and doesn't play in a meaningful game for the Georgia Bulldogs this season. I, when we saw him go down and and bang that turf, that wasn't in pain. That was in anger, obviously, and I'm pretty sure. It wasn't, oh, darn it, my draft stock might go down because of this injury. I'm pretty sure he was thinking, oh, no, I'm going to miss a really important stretch one for my football team, and I need to get back as soon as I possibly can.
2: Yeah, but he didn't have to address that when he was healthy. All right, that was, that was never coming into his realm of, of, of thoughts during the course of the day. Now
3: it is. Now it is. Oh, that's fair. I'm sure it's now. It now it has crossed his his mind. Obviously, as it should. Well, his and, his and future. It will his cross his mind more here in the coming And absolutely, days. his safety, his his you know ability moving forward, making his money in the NFL should be at the top of his list. I'm just saying that initial reaction, Buck. All he was thinking was, "Oh crap, I'm going to miss games, and I got to get back as soon as I can." That's that's what I saw, and that's what I have gathered watching and hearing from yeah. this young man over the last three years. And then he had
2: surgery which can change your outlook on things. I'm not trying to scare the Bulldog nation out there, but it is something Brock Bowers is going to have to come to terms with. And, you know, if he decided not to come back, I would not think of him uh, any less of what I think of him right now. I would agree with that, Buck. I mean, just a, a total
3: team guy. I would not criticize him in the least. That's just why it would surprise me if that on. was the decision. But, no, I, I would not take any anything away from that young man. He's given everything he could to this program.
2: Road dog, how many green cards do we have left? They're almost gone. I think yesterday, what, we had about 14 or 15 of them left. So only a handful of these things remain for the deal of the year, man. Six of the area's best courses for one low price. $199. That's six rounds of golf with a cart for only 199 bucks. Cherokee Run, Collins Hill, Country Club of Gwinnett, Mystery Valley, Sequoia National. Looks like an awesome track. Wolf Creek Golf Club, $470 value for just $199. Get yours before they're gone. We only have a few left. They're on sale right now at 680thefan.com. Coming back on the other side, some Falcons talk. Will Art have regrets? We'll talk about it next. You got the Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 937.
0: The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY. And there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win.
4: Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new fins up water park thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.
2: Buck Blue Show on the fan, 680 and 937. We're streaming at 680thefan.com, and that fan mobile app comes in handy. Crystal clear anywhere, anytime. And that is driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct. The fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Let them wow you up and coming at Beaver Toyota. Can't believe people still don't have the fan app. That's hard to believe. And I tell you what, man, I'm going to be listening to Chuck and Chernoff trying to win those Georgia-Florida tickets. And I believe they are uh, taking uh, qualifiers all week long. I mean, get a load of this. I mean, they got got four club-level tickets to the big Georgia-Florida game down in Jacksonville thanks to Breda Pest Management. Got to be listening to those boys all week long trying to get your hands on those that cost you a fortune the
1: dirty birds are in our blood and guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle let's dive into Falcons football on the fan
2: yeah Falcons football man should have won that game Sunday now we got to go to Tampa take on the Buccaneers they just lost at home right
3: yeah what are the chances they lose two home games in a row I'd say the Falcons and the Bucks both looked about the same against those uh, pretty strong Detroit Lions. Now, I heard that locker room show this morning as I was stuck in bad
2: traffic coming down 400, trying to get on 285. Obviously, I wasn't the only one having trouble getting to work. But I heard that locker room show, man. They were going on and on about the Falcons and how uh, they win Sunday against the Buccaneers down in Tampa. Falcons are in first place of the nfc south that that locker room show they are uh, glass half full guys (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's what they
3: are (laughs) well i got teased on chuck and chernoff for calling it kind of a big game Uh, it's hard for me to get up for two teams that are combined six and five in the worst division of football but yes The winner of the game will have a really good chance. First place. Maybe hosting a playoff game. What? Yeah, you heard me, Buck.
2: Good Lord, man. And this Falcons offense, directed by the head coach Arthur Smith. 29 out of 32 teams scoring 16.5 points per game. Talk about lousy. Now, how's a team like that, with an offense like that, going to win a. Uh, The NFC South. Turd, I can say that 16.5 points per game. And we were sold on this idea that Arthur Smith, he was, you know, I remember everybody talking about how he's a red zone genius. Calling those plays up in Nashville for the Titans. A red zone genius. And then we found out otherwise. I mean, goodness. We're in year three of the, uh, the the rebuilding plan that Rich McKay and Arthur Blank, all those former general managers came up with. We're going to have a, a three-year plan with Fontenot, the new general manager, and, and Art, the new head coach. Three-year. Well, guess what? We're in the middle of year three. And right now, our offense stinks. So I'm wondering if Art is having thoughts about stepping away from the play calling and just focusing on being a head coach. Who cares? He he could focus on situations. He could give those officials a piece of his mind without worrying about what the next play call is going to be. That he can just do head coaching stuff, monitoring the uh, timeouts, situations, and that'd be totally into the play-to-play calling of this offense that is struggling big time. Because I'm going to tell you, man, I'm not going to sit here and try to paint this side of the Falcons going to win the NFC South. I'm not going to sit here and paint that picture. Not today. But I will paint this picture for you. That if year three continues to go like it's going right now, the Falcons are going to be looking for a new head coach. That Mr. Blank, Rich McKay, Fontenot, and all those former general managers are going to be huddled up in one of those conference rooms up in Flowery Branch, talking about moving on from Arthur Smith. And I wonder if Art's going to regret not stepping away from giving up those play-calling duties on offense. Because right now, sixteen points a game—that uh, ain't cutting it. Poor quarterback play. That's uh, not cutting it either. I mean, we got all kind of issues going on offensively. We can't even get the play in on time. I mean, this is this is professional football. We can't get the play in on time. We're spiking the ball and calling a timeout. Now, I expect to see this at the high school level. and In fact, I see it a lot at the high school level. But I don't expect it to see in professional. I don't expect to see it in professional football. I think Hart's just stubborn. He's going to do it his way. He's going to be the head coach and the offensive coordinator and the game planner and the play caller. And don't you dare ask him about his quarterback. They're sold on Ritter. Now, yesterday on the show, I spoke about how 2024 the NFL draft is going to be loaded up with quality quarterbacks. Loaded up. And for teams that need a boost at the quarterback position, and there are about 10 to 12 of them as I see it right now. Falcons are one of them. Going to be seriously considering drafting one of these guys. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Shadur Sanders, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix, Bo Nix, Jordan Travis, Riley Leonard, Jaden Daniels, Spencer Rattler, Quinn Ewers, K.J. Jefferson. The straps loaded up with them. I mean, the Falcons might just decide, you know what Art's doing on offense, this run-first offense. We're playing a quarterback that's capable of getting the the job done at this level. We're going to move on from both of those dudes. Bring in a new head coach, quarterback friendly, believes in throwing the ball around, and drafting a quarterback in the first round with a new head coach. I think that is a possibility looking at the worst-case scenario for this Falcons team right now. I mean, the defense, Nielsen's doing an outstanding job over on defense. Defense isn't a problem. Problems at the head coach, the quarterback, and the offense. And in year number three, that's when they were supposed to get it done. Falcons might be considering about, might be considering uh, moving on Keep an eye on that one. And there's your Falcons talk today. 404-231-1680, the phone number. Man, I'm really curious as to what the listeners think about the Brock Bauer situation. When's he coming back? Is he coming back? Or is he just going to get ready to be a top ten pick in the NFL? And then as far as this Falcons topic goes, this Falcons offense is heading down the wrong road. Art Subborn, year number three of this three-year plan. I think the Falcons might be moving on at the end of the season. They don't get this thing turned around. Love to hear from you today. 404-231-1680 the number. You don't hear a lot of shows, taking a lot of calls these days. But uh, we'd be glad to have you calling up the Buck Blue Show. It would be awesome to have you on. The uh, picks of the week, man, I took the uh, Dallas Cowboys in the picks of the week. So let's see. Cowboys minus two. Hey, that was a cover last night. So the Blue show this week, we uh, pushed on the Oregon plus three. We won the Vols minus three as they took down their opponent and covered that. They won by seven. And then the Cowboys covering that 2 point spread last night against the uh, the uh, LA Chargers. So 2-0 oh, and 1 week on the best picks of the week, we are now 8-9 and 1. Check against out the, the big spread. Brain on spread against the spread this week or this season. So we pick 3 games a week.
1: Is proud to be the official sports talk station of the Dawgs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25-20, 9 20, 15 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, Finley Roofing, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ballgame. Georgia will win this ballgame. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
2: Time for the Bulldog Roundtable. Bulldogs with an off week. They get the bye, and Kirby says the bye never comes at a bad time. Thank you, Buck. But it looks like it comes at a really good time this year. Got some key players banged up. Give them a chance to rest and rehab and get ready for a trip down to Jacksonville to take on the Florida Gators next Saturday. So I uh, spent a little time last night uh, taking a close look at this Georgia-Florida matchup. Bulldogs have won five of the last six down in Jacksonville against the Gators. And that is sweet. Love that, brother. Spurrier and the Gators beat up on us so much through the years, man. I'm just loving these days where the dogs are getting the best of the Gators down in Jacksonville. How about them dogs? Yes, sir. Last season, Bulldogs took them down uh, 42-20. The game was over at halftime. Georgia up 28-3 at halftime last season. Scored seventeen. Florida scored 17 straight in the third quarter, trying to get back into the game, and then the Dogs finished them off. Dogs had over 550 yards total offense. Edwards and Milton ran rough shot over that Gator defense, rush, rushing for 200 yards. Bowers was tremendous. About that seventy-three-yard touchdown, where that ball bobbled up and he caught it, juggled it, sprinted to the end zone for the touchdown. Stetson threw for over three hundred (laughs) yards. Twenty-twenty-one Bulldogs took him down thirty-four to seven. Had that twenty-four-point second quarter and led twenty-four to nothing at halftime. Game over at halftime. So the last two seasons, Georgia outscoring Florida 76-27. to 27. But you know what? The Gators, especially where Brock Bowers out, spoke with some of these Gators, uh, these guys that cover the Gators, today making some calls as I was uh, in a parking lot on 400 southbound. And they think the Gators are going to give Georgia all they can handle down in Jacksonville next week. It's not going to be one of those uh, blowout games anymore. The Gators are going to play them tough because Georgia will be without their best football player in Brock Bowers. And that Gator, I heard about how the Gators' offensive line has elevated their performance the last two games against Vandy and South Carolina. How they were running that football. They were uh, protecting Mertz, their quarterback. That, that balanced offense is going to give Georgia trouble down in Jayville. And they're all believing in their quarterback, Graham Mertz. Had a career day against the Gamecocks. Got Beamer blaming that on something. I'm not sure what he's blaming it on, but Mertz uh, rallied the Gators from 10 down in the fourth quarter on the road. He went. 30 of 48 for 400-plus yards, three touchdowns and no interceptions. And it's got these Gator fans excited. This is going to be the year they take down Georgia and Kirby Smart. That dog defense won't be able to handle what the Gators are going to be bringing in there. Go Gator. This Gator defense is going to step up. Get after Carson Beck.
5: Then the Gators don't take no jive.
2: Slow down, Dayjin Edwards. Take care of Georgia down in Jacksonville next week.
5: Percy Harvey.
2: (laughs) And uh, we're going to be having some of these Gator insiders on the show here in the coming days. But uh, just want to spread the word, Georgia fans, look out. These Gators are suddenly confident they're going to do some business down in Jacksonville next Saturday.
3: Go Gator.
2: So get ready to hear some more of that. 404-231-1680, the number Jimmy joins us on the Buckfaloo Show. Hello, Jimmy. What's going on, man? Hey, Buck. How you doing? We're doing well. Well, Hey, man. You've mentioned the dog's not using Arian Smith a couple times, and I know he's had a couple drops, but... They probably don't beat Ohio State last year without Arian Smith, and it just doesn't make any sense why they're not going to him. Can, is there somebody yeah. you can ask? Is there somebody you can ask? Well, by, you want me to call up Mike Bobo and ask him what the deal is? We appreciate you calling in. I can do that.
3: Uh, <laughs> look, they uh, – I. He mentioned it right in the call. Arian Smith has had opportunities. He hasn't necessarily capitalized right, on all hadn't of
2: them. He hasn't had a lot of them. You know, and what are you going to do? Give up on a guy because he dropped a couple of passes? Yeah, not at all. Uh, to me, that's that's crazy talk. That is absolute crazy talk. We're going to give up on you because you dropped a couple of passes. And nobody said that. I mean, the best players in football drop a couple of passes. I think it's more about Georgia getting Ladd McConkey back and then inserting him back into the lineup, getting most of the reps. you got... Dominic Lovett, that's come on, and he's he has been the number two guy in this passing attack behind Brock Bowers. And then you got the ex-receiver uh, Rosamy Jack Saint that they're trying to get him involved in this offense too. They got plenty of weapons, but with Bowers out, they're going to have to spread this ball around a little bit more. And I'm a little frustrated, too, that they have not incorporated the guy that can take the top off the defense, the guy that can get explosive, the guy that can get vertical. And that's Arian Smith. I, I, I refuse to believe that Mike Bobo and Kirby Smart have said, don't play him, don't throw him the football because he's dropped a couple of passes.
3: That's ludicrous. Nobody said that, Buck. They continued to throw him the ball. We saw we saw opportunities for him last week, so yeah, well, that's not it, the case. I bet
2: the ball hadn't come his way six times this season. Maybe there's a reason for that. Sounds like you don't like Arian Smith. No, I didn't say that. I just wanted to catch the football. All right, let's bring on Paul. Paul joins us on 680. What's going on, Paul? Thanks for coming on.
5: Yes, sir, buddy. Uh, Buck, I live up here in Virginia, but I grew up in Raven County up in the corner. Of the oh, that's state.
2: beautiful up there.
5: Stockton, Bo Stockton.
2: Yeah, Gunner Stockton.
5: Gunner Stockton. Yeah, Bo was a guy I went to high school with. But anyway, I know you I know you don't have a lot of time. BB, as far as Buck Bowers goes, it's up to him. He's given us his all. I can see him going either way. But the dogs are going to do it again. And as far as the braids go, I think it's it's time for a change in management on the field.
2: Oh, you want want to move on from SNET?
5: Yes, I do. I do. We got the team. We got a nucleus. We got a great AA. uh, We got AA. But I think it's time to move on. And the last thing I'll say is I got my master's degree during the 1980 season at Georgia. I went to UVA undergraduate. And I got my master's the year you were down there with Herschel and Amp Arnolds and all them guys, and I I miss Vince and Irk. I like to see the fire that Vince and Irk had.
2: <laughs> hey, thanks for coming on today. We appreciate you. And I'd hate to tell a guy with a Masters that uh, that he's wrong on something, but maybe you just don't realize that AA's got his, got his hand on all these decisions that Snitker has to make, like that game one batting order. That wasn't Snit's lineup. That was the analytics department and AA pushing that on SNIT. So before you, you know, start trying to show SNIT the door, try to realize part of that. He is, he's having to deal with his boss, which is AA, and that analytics department that he's got and trying to juggle what he wants to do and what AA wants to do. It's not just Snit making all these on the field decisions. All right, coming back on the other side, I got my NFL top 5. I'm going to drop that on you. You've Got the Buck Belu show here on the fan 680 and 937
4: Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com.
2: Final segment of the Buck Baloo Show. Today, not, not forever. Unless you know something I don't, Road Dog. And if you're thinking about playing golf, man, we've got a great tournament we want you to be involved in. The inaugural Veterans Day Golf Classic. Coming up Monday, November the 6th at the Dogwood Golf Club in Austell. We raise money for the Warrior Alliance. uh, Trying to help our newest veterans and their families integrate into civilian life. To register, go to extra1063.com or you can go to 680thefan.com today. Interested in being a sponsor, email biz at Extra 106.3, our sister station, if you're wondering. And I want to thank Kroger, Navy Federal Credit Union, Georgia Power for being sponsors for this great event that we've got coming up. All right, let's set the top five. The best in college football and the
1: NFL. Five, five, four. It's time for Buck Baloo's Top 5. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at AceHardware.com.
2: Yeah, so the NFL Top 5, some people call it their Power 5. We're just going with Top 5. All right. Jumping back into the Top 5 this week. Checking in at number 5, the Miami Dolphins. 42 points. They hung on Charlotte. Now 5-1, and one, uh, really a fun show to watch. You like points and you like offense. How can you not enjoy the Dolphins? They checked back in at number 5 this week. I got the Eagles falling from number 2 to number 4. They lost to the Jets. The Jets. And had that terrible decision of not running the football late in the game. They threw it. Hurts got picked off. And they go down to the lousy, stinking Jets. So, the, you know what? The Eagles go down. Checking in at four this week. I got the Niners going from one to three. They lost at Cleveland. Both Debo and McCaffrey are hurt. So, I'm penalizing them. Detroit Lions, Road dog. They jump into the top five all the way to number two this week. Had that road knockout win over the Buccaneers. They're five and one. Do you know the Lions have won 13 of the last 16 games? I've got the Chiefs going from three to one, shut down the Broncos. They've won five in a row. So Chiefs one, Lions two, 49ers three, Eagles four. I've got the Dolphins five. Bucks top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's
1: sports station. Time for the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since
2: 1955. And we'll announce the Buck Show High School Football Player of the Week for week number nine. And that is going to go to Mill Creek wide receiver and cornerback Trajan Greco. He caught seven passes for 125 yards and a touchdown broke up two passes and had two solo tackles and an assist in Mill Creek's huge win over number one Buford last Friday night, 31-24. Special thank you to Awards Atlanta for backing us up, uh, awarding the High School Football Player of the Week. More on them at Awards Atlanta. Com. 10 o'clock hour sponsor, Dupree Plumbing. Score $50 off your next plumbing service at DupreePlumbing.com. And our Friday night football game of the week is going to be Westlake heading to Carrollton on Friday night. Game time at 7.30. we got the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show that follows. Friday night football game of the week, Georgia High School Scoreboard Show presented by Johnny's New York Style Pizza, WNB Factory, Piedmont Urgent Care, and Fox 5 Atlanta. That does it for me.
0: You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthy backslash save and save and win.
4: Camp Margaritaville RV resort where you can just breathe in and breathe out <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new fins up water park thrills Chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.